You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Hi there, welcome back to Coaches Connection Podcast. This is episode 59, and my name's Anne Marie Cross, and I'm here with my co host, Jennifer Johnson. Do you ask the question, how can I fill my coaching practice? What are the secrets to help me get more clients? And what marketing should I be doing to get known and to stand out? Well, you're in the right place. Whether you're just starting up your coaching practice or maybe you've been in business a while, this podcast is devoted to helping you take your results to the next level. We're going to teach you the right business and marketing strategies that you need to have in place to communicate your marketing message in a powerful way so you can stand out and finally grow a successful, profitable coaching practice. So let's get started. Welcome to today's show. Now, do you cringe when you hear the term New Year's resolutions? If you do, you're certainly not alone. I know I certainly do too. And there's a very good reason why we do and and why we dislike that term. We're going to speak about this a little bit later on in the Words of Wisdom segment. So today's Words of Wisdom is all about why New Year's resolutions fail and what to do instead so that any goals that you set, you're certainly going to be celebrating having achieved them. So make sure you stick around because If you've got some important goals that you want to achieve this year for your business, there are some things that you are wanting, you're going to want to avoid so that you don't set yourself up for disappointment. We also have a couple of announcements as well before we dive into the tip of the week and then onto the words of wisdom. Firstly, coachesconnectionacademy.com. Now, both Jennifer and I talked about that in our last week's episode. It's the new membership program that we've created, especially for coaches to help them to connect with other coaches, to help them learn with the business development content that we're sharing, and also to grow a thriving practice. Now, charter memberships are going to close by January 31st. So we've got a limited amount of charter members. So if you become a charter member, there's a number of really exciting things There are bonus trainings, which we will have. There is a webinar, which we've identified key steps that's going to support you in starting the year off strong. I know that we're already into January, but you know what? If you don't put these steps into place, unfortunately, you may find yourself fizzling out. There's a great uh, interview that Jennifer did called Curious Conversations, why why they are so important if you want to enroll clients into your coaching programs. And there's some other bonus training there about powerful money mindset strategies and practical steps to ensure you get paid what you're worth, just to name a few. And they're pretty good trainings, aren't they, Jennifer? Yes, they are. (laughs) So the door closes on January the 31st. So please go and lock in your charter memberships now because once that disappears, we will no longer be offering charter memberships and we will no longer be offering those special bonuses. And we're going to be doing some pretty special things with our charter members from time to time. So you certainly um, don't want to miss out. How do you sign up as a charter member? Go to www.coachesconnectionacademy.com. So we want to see you join that because we are definitely going to support you in taking your business to the next level. And here's today's tip of the week. 
Now, I don't know about you, but when you're creating graphics or you're putting together a flyer or maybe even you're going through some rebranding and you're wanting to update your website and the graphic designer and your web designer says, great, what colours do you want to use? And you kind of think, I have no idea. You might have a number of key colours that you like, but do they go together? So if you struggle like I have struggled with deciding on different colours for your flyers or your graphics, now unless you're a graphic designer, some of you may also have that skill and you're educated in that area, it can be difficult to come up with colour ideas. Now thanks to one of my colleagues, Keith Keller, this week, he shared a great tool with me and it's really helping me select different colours, seeing what each, which each colour goes best together with another colour, so much easier. And the tool is Plat, let me say this, Palaton. So it's www.p-a-l-e-t-t-o-n.com. So Palaton is a designer tool for creating colour combinations that work together. That's formerly known as Colour Scheme Designer. But what's really great is that you can select a colour on the screen and then it automatically on the other side of the screen it'll show you the different colours that it goes with, very near colours. It also will give you the option of what colours are opposite because sometimes opposites attract and they go really well together. So I definitely, definitely, definitely um, recommend that you try that out. So that's Palaton, P-A-L-E-T-T-O-N.com to help you sort out all of your colour issues so that you know whatever colours you select, they go really well together. Today's words of wisdom to help you take your coaching practice to the next level. New Year's resolutions. Just want to give you some background information. Uh, Jennifer and I did a bit of research and uh, we found some very interesting statistics and Jennifer also heard something recently on one of the local television shows. So she'll be sharing that in a moment. Now, according to Marist poll in 2014, the number of people in the US that set New Year's resolutions is around 40%. However, out of that 40% of people, unfortunately, 60% of them will fail. Now, rigorous studies in, the, in, a, in this topic of New Year's resolutions were conducted by researchers at the University of Scranton, and it shows a deep drop-off in how long New Year's resolutions stick around. Now, in fact, 77% of the resolvers, so the people who set their resolutions, the 70% of people studied made it through a full week. Yay, a full week. Then 50% <laughs> stuck with their goals for a month. Now, by June, it was six months into the new year, only 40% of those who have made New Year's resolutions were still sticking to their goal. I mean, how sad. And I know, Jennifer, you were just watching recently um, a local TV show and you, you came up with even more statistics, which were quite frightening around New Year's resolutions. Yes? Yes. And it was really interesting because um, people will make these resolutions and what happens is you know, people get excited. It's a new year. It's a fresh start. Yet what happens is because, yes, it's a new year and it's a fresh start. When you're creating this New Year's resolution, if you, for years past, have been making a New Year's resolution and haven't succeeded and or in your own mind failed, you're already setting yourself up to fail. And that's oftentimes why when you, quote unquote, set a New Year's resolution, you really are setting yourself up to fail. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I've, I've got here in the show notes um, that the figures that were mentioned on this TV show was that 44% of people make a, a, a resolution, 
8% follow through. I mean, 8% of people follow through. I mean, that's a huge amount of people that really drop off. And what was interesting was um, the most statistics were around losing weight, exercising and quit smoking. 13% of these people wanted to lose weight, 10% wanted to exercise more and 7% wanted to, to quit smoking. Now, I don't know about you, Jennifer, but I know many years gone past, I would, December 31st, right, this is the year that I'm going to whatever it was. And unfortunately, by beginning of the year sometime, maybe not after the first week, but it certainly did fizzle off for a lot of the reasons that we're going to talk about uh, in the moment. Do you find that too when you used to set, or did you ever set New Year's resolutions? I did. I used to all the time. And I would get so excited and yes, it's, you know, new, new year, new you kind of thing. And, and I was just like the studies say, and, and I was setting myself up for failure every time. All right. So let's just identify some of the key reasons why we tend to set ourselves up to fail. And, and this was something that I would do often as, as well. And I can see that this certainly didn't support me. And the first reason, of course, was being too vague. And that's where we might say, well, I want to lose weight. So being too vague is just not setting ourselves up for success, is it, Jennifer? Not at all. And the other one that goes in alignment with that is, is sometimes people will say, I want to get healthy. Mm -hmm. Well, what does that mean? Yes. <laughs> That's so big. It does. And so what we, and we'll certainly talk a little bit more about um, what we should be doing in, instead. But if we look at our goals and it's something like that, you've just said, you know, I want to get healthy or I want to lose weight. If there's no specificity there, kind of like the when, how much weight, what do you mean? As you said, Jennifer, what does healthy mean? Do you want to start exercising more? Do you want to stop smoking? Do you, is there something that you're doing that's inhibiting your, your health at the moment? It's just too vague and, and we don't have something, no action steps, no kind of model or, or format or, or structure to follow. So being too vague, check out your New Year's resolution. Is it too vague and doesn't have enough specificity? The second thing, and this is something that I really can resonate with, and it's that it's too overwhelming. The goal that I set myself, when I even look at that resolution, it just feels so heavy. It feels almost impossible. Have you found that too, Jennifer, that when you look at a New Year's resolution, it's like, how am I even going to achieve that? So you kind of set yourself up for, for failure anyway, because it does feel overwhelming. Exactly. And, and, and because it's so big and overwhelming, then we're inviting that self-doubt to show up. So is your goal or New Year's resolution, when you look at it, when you read it, how does it feel? Does it feel almost impossible to the point where you're kind of giving up in any way? Well, you need to, to look at that. All right. So the third one, and this is really something that I can see has happened to me consistently all of those years ago, was that I didn't have any structure. I didn't have an environment to support me. I didn't tell anyone because, again, I, I can see I was setting myself up for failure because it was kind of like, well, if I don't succeed, then I don't have anyone there going, well, how's this going, Anne-Marie? And so there was no structure or environment. That's, it's an important one, isn't it, Jennifer? It absolutely is. And especially if we're talking about some of those key things like wanting to quit smoking or lose weight or get healthy, those, those things that we may have tried before and oftentimes we don't share that information because we don't want someone to say oh they're you're doing it again or oh good luck this time or you know not necessarily supportive so it's also so important 
to make sure that we do have some kind of structure um, to support us through this. And whoever it is you share it with, make sure you're connecting with somebody that will support you and, and not necessarily, um, you know, kind of just look at you like, oh, again? Yes. Because even a look, you know, that glance, that look can oh, have yeah. you kind of like, don't you be giving me that look. <laughs> Uh -huh. This is the year, exactly. this is the year, but um, yeah, absolutely. So those are the three key areas which we really do find is not supporting us in achieving our New Year's resolutions. It's too vague. What we want is just too vague, too broad, no specificity. The second is just, just too overwhelming. It feels too big. It feels unachievable. And that's not supporting us at all moving forward to even try. And then the third, of course, is not having a structure, not having an environment or people around who are going to support you no matter what. And so that's really, really important too. So let's have a look at some of the steps that we know when you implement, because our clients have done it, we have done it ourselves. When you implement these steps, this is really going to make a huge shift in your mindset and also the practical steps around supporting you in achieving your goal. Now, the first thing is, uh, and this made a huge difference for me, Jennifer, when I did this years ago, was not to even use the word resolution but yep. rather use the word intention. So set an intention rather than a resolution because I know that you are such such a, an advocate uh, around mindset and how important mindset is. So rather than resolving to do something, which is really what the word resolution is, it has a negative connotation where, whereas setting an inspired intention, far more positive, yes? Absolutely. And I, and I love that, that it, it really is such a simple shift for us, right? So setting that inspired intention, that just feels good to even say yeah. versus a New Year's resolution, which, you know, like you said, it automatically and underlying could have a negative effect on us. And it also says New Year's implies New Year's Eve, meaning, well, if, if I didn't either create it, state it, or achieve it right around New Year's, then I don't get to do it at all anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. So there's all kinds of things there. So absolutely. That mindset shift of an, an intention is such a more powerful way to do it for yourself. Yeah. And I think, you know, for, for a lot of us, when we are thinking about the goals, particularly at the end of a new year, we're closing off that new year, we're starting off a fresh new year. Often the things that we want to achieve are and have been quite big for us, like losing weight, giving up smoking. These not only require just a, well, this is what I'm going to achieve. It really requires a complete shift in so many different areas, our habits, our behaviors, and all of those things center from the mindset. And so if we haven't even in our minds kind of changed, you know what, this I'm really going to achieve and here's the reasons why. And it's kind of like, yeah, that's what I want to achieve. I mean, we really do because the first instance that we have where we, we're pressured or we're challenged, we tend to then fall back on old habits again. So I think that Absolutely. it's oh, so, Absolutely. so really, really important. And that's what I, you know, this year, that's what I have done because one of my um, goals is around my health and, and fitness. You know, I love my business but and, and building business and marketing, as I know that you do, Jennifer, and I'm being transparent here. One of the things in my life, when I look at my life wheel, is my health and wellness tends to be the first thing that um, – 
that tends to suffer from that. But I'm not just making, an, it's not a New Year's resolution. This is an intention to make this a lifestyle change. And so I'm putting on all of these things in place, what we're talking about. So the next point is to be specific. What are some of the things that we need to be specific around to really support us when we're writing down this inspired intention? Well, the first thing you want to do is um, really I, I ask everyone to kind of visualize for yourself, what does this mean? What are you really inspired in setting this intention around? And, and once you do that, and as you're writing it down, write out the specifics of what it means to you, what it looks like to you, your vision. And also, I invite people to write out what's it going to feel like as you are accomplishing this, right? Because I don't want it to just be, you know, um, only step by step in a very um, regimented way. It, I love for it to be a very exciting way. And, and when you can put the emotion and connection to it, it really helps pull us forward, especially if it happens to be something that while we're, it is a, a powerful intention for us, it also may be a little bit challenging, like losing weight or stopping smoking or something that is a really strong habit for us. So I really love for people to, to tie in that emotional component as well as um, the vision and how it's going to feel. And of course, having those steps, you must have an action plan to take steps to support you in this. It, it, you have to have steps. Otherwise, it's just a thought, right? Well, that, that leads us beautifully, segues into the, to, to the second and the third. But the second point is to write it down. If we're just thinking about it, um, there's something that's really quite magical and powerful that happens when we take the time to get it on paper to write it down. Now I know that there's been there's been studies done, you know, and, and about people who have written down their goals and the action steps have been far more successful than others. But I think there's just something that makes it far more like a confer, you know, confirmation that this is what I want to achieve when you get it out of your head and onto paper and into some kind of format. Do you find that too, Jennifer? Without a doubt. And it turns it into a priority for you. So when you're putting it in your diary, you're scheduling that time for yourself if it happens to be exercise. Or if you're putting in your diary and let's say you're tracking your food or your exercise or even how much water. I mean, I literally, I have a, I have a board um, uh, by the water filter. I have a chart and I, 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 I make sure and mark off every time I'm drinking a certain amount of water because I am one of my intentions is I am drinking so many ounces a day. And if I don't write it down, by the end of the night, I could be like, well, I think, quote unquote, I did or, oh, I didn't. Mm -hmm. And what can happen is when I think I did, if I'm not tracking it, I actually may not have, have reached that intention for myself and that goal. Or sometimes if I'm not tracking it, what could happen is I'm like, oh, uh, I don't think I did. And I did actually drink more than I thought. Mm -hmm. And I, I reached that goal. So tracking and putting it in our diary, however you choose to, to record it for yourself, is so powerful to say, hey, wait, I, I have a little wiggle room here to go ahead and, and stay and, you know, to the end, keep my eye focused on the finish line, if you will. Or, oh, awesome, I did do it for today and I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how often, and I love the way that you said about that tracking and, and, and monitoring. I mean, how often do we work towards something? We're taking the action steps, but because we never really take the time to do the measurement and, and to check in, we're not, we're not monitoring our progress. 
Where and so often we we kind of then get swayed off the, the the track so to speak because we get frustrated. But had we been tracking and monitoring, like with the exercise, how much did I do? How much did I drink? You can celebrate each step to the progress rather than mm-hmm. just waiting to get to the end of, of, of the journey and that is just so very important even the little mini steps i think they're all very important you spoke a little bit earlier jennifer about planning out the action action steps that you need to do to support yourself in achieving your attention i think this is so important for the reasons that you've already mentioned today but also the fact that there may be something that you're not clear about there may be something that you're not sure about or you may require support on and so when we don't plan out the action step we then don't see oh well i need to get help in this particular area and often when we're confused about something we end up doing nothing so i think by laying out the steps, it really is going to give you a framework, but also it's going to identify, do I need to get additional support? Do I need to get training about this? Do I need to get something else, another resource to really support me? Do you find that this helps you too? Without a doubt, yes. It gives that, it gives that clarity to know, oh, okay, here's where I need a little bit of support. And, and that way, whatever it happens to be in what area, and, and you can reach out for that to support so that you are setting yourself up for success in a very guided and intentional way. Yeah. And these action steps can also become the tasks that you put in your diary, which is the next point about scheduling it in your diary. And I know that if, if you're... Uh, an ambitious entrepreneur, which I know that you are, and uh, you know you're a coach and who's really passionate about growing her coaching practice this year, our diaries can fill up really, really quickly. So we need to make sure that we put in our diary whatever it is, if it's exercise, going to the gym, drinking water, getting up out of the desk and stretching, whatever it is, schedule that in your diary and block it out. Because if you don't, you'll find when something comes up, the first thing that often, oh, it's all right, I'll just, you know, we, we, we just kind of push it to a side. We, we allow other people's uh, needs and desires. You know what? You need to put yourself first and get it in your diary. Did, did you find that you needed to do that, Jennifer, to really, because uh, once it's in there, you know, I've got to do it. I've, I've scheduled an appointment with myself. Yes. And that's one thing that I love is schedule that appointment with yourself, whatever it happens to be. And then I was actually having a conversation with someone earlier because she was doing this and she still felt that she had a little bit of a struggle. And I said, okay, so every morning when you wake up, I invite you, and again, personal choice, either to yourself or I prefer she look in the mirror and she was willing to look in the mirror and every morning honor that, that commitment that is in your diary for yourself and say in the mirror, today I'm a promise keeper to myself. Or today I'm a promise keeper for myself. Mm -hmm. Make that promise to yourself. It's really cool. It will change your mindset. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think that that beautiful phrase really allows us to to segue into the last step, and that's follow it through. Because you can do all of the things that we've just spoken about, but really you need to take action. You need to take that step and follow it through, yes? Absolutely, yes. And if you're willing to, to make that promise to yourself in the morning, uh, it's just a very empowering reminder throughout the day that, at, you know, let's say one o'clock, at one o'clock, I'm going to blank and, and you do it and it feels so good to keep that promise to yourself. 
You know, all of the, the different things that we spoke about today, I think uh, such supportive structure or provide a supportive structure for people to take action towards their goals, towards their inspired intentions for the year. And every now and again, sometimes we may slip up, we may not have exercised you know, that, as much as we wanted or something happens. And I think, let's. I just want to spend a little bit of time on that before we go into our inspirational message. If we do tend to slip up, because this is normally what ha- happened for me when I had my New Year's resolution and then all of a sudden something happened and I completely missed the mark, what I would then say is, well... I failed again, it's not going to work, and I threw everything to the wind kind of thing. But in those mm. instances, what would you say to someone that maybe has had a challenge and they've slipped up a little bit? What kind of mindset, what what can they tell themselves and to, so to really support themselves in right picking up the pieces and moving forward again? Well, remember, what you just described is the all or nothing, mm. right? And, and so either I'm all in or, oh, if it didn't work out perfectly, then nope, I'm done, forget it, right? So let go of the all or nothing mentality, right? Which is what most of us tend to to do. And again, whether it's first thing in the morning and and let's I use the example of one o'clock. If you didn't do what you promised yourself you would do at one o'clock, okay. Now what you get to do is let's say it's two o'clock and you went, oh, I forgot to do X Y Z. Well, that's okay. At that moment when you realize, go okay. Now I'm going to take a moment. I didn't do what I intended to do. I didn't follow my diary. And right now, this moment, you know what? I'm going to take a deep breath. I'm going to decide for myself. And that's the key word. I'm going to decide for myself right now. I'm going to re-promise myself to do this. And I'm going to recommit to taking these steps. Because if, if you have the all or nothing mentality, then that's what happens, all or nothing. If you're willing to keep looking at it and keep uh, acknowledging, okay, this didn't happen and right now I'm, I'm willing to, to make a different choice or do it differently, it still keeps you very much active in that intention. We're not robots. We're not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. It's okay if we don't have everything, quote unquote, perfectly happening. What we get to do is stay very active and present with what our intentions are and how to keep moving forward. So don't beat yourself up and don't have the all or nothing attitude. Instead, think, okay, here's where I am. My choice right now is X, Y, Z, and this is what I'm willing to do. Love that. That just fe- feels far more freeing, doesn't it? And it really just takes the pressure off and allows us yeah. just to step more up. human. Yeah. Love that. All right, well, let's get um, straight into our inspirational message. I love this one, Jennifer, and I found that when I was doing a little bit of research for the show, and it's by Jill Koenig. The reason you're still hoping you'll achieve your goal is because you haven't decided to achieve it yet. Isn't that great? (laughs) Yes, I love that. (laughs) So really, it's that decision, isn't it? It's that mindset. I'm deciding that I'm going to achieve this goal. And I think when we uh, put the action steps that we spoke about today, the, the the intention, the writing it down, being specific, planning out the action step, get it in your diary, follow it through and, you know, don't move through with an all or nothing attitude, then uh, you'll be achieving and celebrating all of the inspired intentions that you set. Well, look, that kind of brings us to the end of another show. I do hope that... Um, 
start to revisit some of the things that maybe you've set yourself at the beginning of this year, 2015, and maybe you're like some of the people in the studies, you're kind of finding yourself, yeah, falling away a little bit. Put the steps that we spoke about today in the show into action and you'll find that uh, you can start celebrating all of those steps. If this is the first time that you are listening to the show, welcome. We really encourage you to go over to iTunes, www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash CCP iTunes. Subscribe to the show, rate it, and of course, leave um, leave your review there too. That helps us get our message out to as many other coaches as possible so that they can take their message to the world as well. Till next week, have a fabulous week. This is bye from Anne-Marie and Jennifer. Bye to you too. Bye-bye.